Hey everybody, this is Curtis from the podcast letting you know that we're sponsored by Twitch. Twitch is a community where people can watch a cat play a piano or you can watch somebody play a video game. That's a regular thing too. There's a lot of amazing content on Twitch and you can find content creators that fit what you like to watch. And if you don't quite find what you're looking for, start streaming it yourself. We hope that you're going to love the world of Twitch because it's such an inviting world with tons to offer and there's really no limit to what the imagination brings. Check out Twitch today. Welcome back to the Three Angry Gamers podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, Dungeon Daddy Lucas. How's it going, Lucas? Uh, I got my whips and everything ready for today. I'm going to whip Blizzard into shape. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Submit Blizzard to Dungeon Daddy Lucas. <laughs> this got both weird and also mildly gratifying at the same time. Damn fucking straight. That's what I do. That's the name of the game. Uh, also with us, as always, is Dennis. Uh, how's it going, Dennis? I'm pretty good. I'm back in Canada land for a little while. Nice. Yeah, just, Justin Trudeau Canada. is smiling at your return. No. Mm, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> a lot yeah, has changed. I, I lived for left. a while. You know, <laughs> we now don't have plastic bags in BC. It's annoying. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, got, I don't they... mind that so much. I came oh. from California for a while, right? So, like... We didn't have plastic bags for a while there. It was funny because like, I, I, I was largely okay with this no plastic bags thing. And then I went and bought like a new computer part. And it was pretty heavy. And then the guy puts it in the, in the paper oh, bag oh. and it just ripped right through the bottom. And he's like, I don't think that's going to work. And I'm like, yeah, no, of course not, you idiot. It's a fucking heavy item in a paper bag. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Things yeah. like that is not going to work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Jamie rounds out the cast as always. How's it going, Jamie? go Lollapalooza weekend here in Chicago so it's a fucking shit show and I hate it <laughs> uh, <laughs> you hate it but can you okay can you at least hear the music like do you get to at least enjoy it from afar or no no not not where I'm at I'm way far away from from where they do that okay. uh, I just get to deal with the you know the crowds of dinguses coming in from out of town that are just <laughs> crowding up my traffic and restaurants and all that fun stuff so yeah that's funny they'll be like are you here to see orville peck and you're like get out of my fucking way <laughs> yes yes exactly cool <laughs> uh yeah i think that like for me in bc the worst that I ever got was when we had the olympics here in like 2010 that was, oh, a, no. fucking, that yeah. was a fucking nightmare i hated that so much 
and there was like a bunch of like Swedes on a bus, and they're like, "Are you going to this event?" I'm like, "No, I'm trying to go to fucking school. I'm trying to get like my fucking day done. Like, get out of my way." And then everybody was like, "Hey, is that a four hundred thousand dollar house? That's nice. I go to sell it for one point two million dollars." Yeah. Fuck you guys. Yeah. The Olympics just fucking blow. I don't. I don't like them. Speaking of Olympics, I guess they are doing it right now. But yeah. <laughs> good, good luck, Tokyo. Um. Cool uh let's uh get into the news before we do we always cover the no cost games either you don't pay anything additional for them or you just get them for flat out free like you do with epic uh playstation plus announced it's free games well part of the playstation plus package and man oh man did people fucking hate this month's lineup people were fucking upset so there's one of the games is Hunter's Arena Legends. This looks like some kind of like battle royale type game, uh, with like yeah medieval settings. Uh, you get Plants vs Zombies Battle for Neighborville, and then oh, just when you think, hey, these two games are not great, but maybe the third will come through in a clinch. You got Tennis World Tour Two, hot hot month for free games. Um, I'm kidding. People fucking hate this. And I think understandably so. Uh, I don't think there's really any game here that's like a big standout win. Um, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. That's like an old game. I've, oh God, was that like 2016? I feel like it might be. I have to look this up I, now. I don't know if that's the newer one or the, the older one. If, it's, if that's the first one they did like in first person shooter mode, then yeah, that's like at least five years old. Oh, apparently this one came out in 2019. So okay, so that, that might be the newest cor- one. I stand yeah. corrected on the Plants vs Zombies franchise. Um, Still I, not exciting. <laughs> no, I actually played the first Plants vs Zombies, like the they when they turned it into a shooter, and I I I thought it was fine. I don't know how this one holds up over the others or anything, but I mean, the last one was relatively okay. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but still, I think not an exciting month. Uh, yeah, they, they, they must've gotten like, oh man, we've done like three good months in a row. So we have to throw in a shitty one in there just so we don't get them too used to being happy i you, guess <laughs> you think like would like even just give away one really good free game over like three games that are just garbage you know i mean yeah that makes sense to me like i would take say god of war 2018 over these three i mean my diary god of war that's a bad example but you know you get the gist i didn't need a garbage three garbage games um yeah and Hunter's Arena Legends. I'm, I'm like, never heard of this. I will probably not play it. Mind you, I don't have a yearly subscription to PlayStation Plus anymore because I don't have my PS5, so I don't really see the point in doing that. But, um, yeah. <sighs> this, is, this is just a disappointing week or month mm-hmm. for, for PlayStation Plus. I don't know what else to say. You know what? This is... Uh, and it's not even getting like that the hunters arena legends is not getting like hugely great scores either like i'm here looking at it and oh that's like early access on steam right now isn't it or wasn't it until recently yeah let's 
Oh my gosh, there's not even any reviews for it. Okay, never mind. I thought apparently it's been out for a year and there's no reviews for it. That's troubling. Mm. I think I think it's early access. That might be why. That's but... yeah. Still, I'm like, that's a little, that's a little troubling. But um, yeah, so I mean, it is free, I guess. Well, included in your in your uh, subscription. So yeah. Uh, Epic doing a little bit better, I guess. Uh, Mother Gunship and Train Sim World 2 are available. And then next week is a Plague Tale Innocence and Speed Brawl. Um, Plague Tale's getting... Oh, okay, I'm getting that. Yeah, that game looks good. And I know that was uh, included on PlayStation Plus for a while. Uh, but, I mean... Yep, last month. Yep. But, so mm. if you skip that, you can get it on Epic. Um... Yeah, it's like an action-adventure, survival, horror, stealth game, Plague Tale. So, a bunch of different stuff, but looks fine. I mean, also, too, it's like a relatively high-profile game. Like, it's, it goes for, like, $50. So, it's, um, yeah, not not cheap. So, it, them giving it away looks, looks pretty good. I'm looking at gameplay here, and it looks really solid, actually. So Yeah, it's, it's fun. So, yeah, get it on PC if you want. And uh, I'm guessing there's a lot of rats. I see a lot of rats. There, in the there are a lot of rats, yeah. A lot of rats from fire. Cool. Mostly rats. And Mother Gunship this week seems pretty good. I was looking at, like, gameplay of it. It looks like you... I've played that. Oh, yeah? What did you think of yeah, it? Yeah, I, th I think it wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, I think it wasn't bad. I think you get to, like pick up um weapon parts and like customize your guns and you just go through like procedurally generated things so yeah i it's i think it's a solid like fps shooter but i i think it got old for me really quick because it was fairly repetitive being all procedurally generated nice. but overall not bad yeah so dennis i have to ask are you gonna pick up trade sim world i mean this is a kind of in line uh, with the truck simulators so yeah <laughs> yeah uh, I will. I will give it a try. <laughs> I will give I, it a try. I saw this and I'm like, this feels right up Dennis's alley. Like, <laughs> I definitely want to try. I did re-download Truck Simulator recently because they're adding an official multiplayer mode. Oh shit! So I've been Man. waiting for that. <laughs> <laughs> Open world Truck Simulator game. Let's go. Yes. Cool. Um, nice. And Speed Brawl. I don't know anything about, but I mean. Doesn't really matter. You're getting a plague tale. Anything else on top of that is just extra gravy on the mashed potatoes that is free games, I guess. Mm. All right, let's get on to news. Let's talk about this Activision Blizzard lawsuit, um, also known as major corporations are evil and we should not trust them ever. Um, yeah, it's uh... hail corporate. <laughs> They are the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, whew, there's a lot to unpack here. I think the big thing is that, yeah, um, the government of California came forward and, like, uh, is suing, uh, Activision Blizzard over, like, a lot of, well, I mean, it's a variety of different terrible things, but, like, the gist of it is is that uh, there's a lot of sexual harassment, a lot of um, 
like just overall just being awful towards women and uh it's hard to say exactly who's involved in this and i think that's where like a lot of the complexity comes from because i've seen online some people are like uh i want i'm gonna cancel my pre-orders for diablo 2 remastered i'm canceling my pre-orders for the new hearthstone expansion like just canceling their pre-orders and i'm kind in my mind i'm like I get that, but also there are people who work there that are not terrible pieces of shit that now you're punishing them because you're canceling your pre-order. So, I don't right. know. It, it seems like sure. there's a lot here to unpack. Um, and I think what is the most... The worst of it is that like Blizzard's response to this lawsuit was like just awful. Like I think they basically said... like it's being blown out of proportion, which maybe it is, but now's not the time to be saying that out loud. I don't think like, yeah. Um, <laughs> what do y'all think of this? Uh, well, so the Kotaku article that was talking about the Cosby suite that, uh, man, that was a rough read. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> Just the, the, I don't know, like, if it's just, like, pure ignorance on the part of the people that were talking about this thing, or if it was just a coincidence, but, man, it just does not read well. Like, the optics on it are just not great, uh, so it's it's hard to say whether or not they actually knew that they were being, you know, super creepy weird with it, or if it was just, like, a coincidental thing that, like, hey, there's a bunch of dudes staying in a room, and then they're kind of also creepy, like, but really wasn't intended to be a creepy you know sex room like i don't know it's it's weird weird stuff yeah and there's like a lot of messages that like were screen capped and shared of like yeah i think they call the group like the blizzcon cosby crew and stuff like this and yeah it's like, uh yeah yeah it, yeah if, it, if it's not, like, intentional, it's like, man, that's got to be the shittiest look ever. But also, like, you guys are clearly kind of gross based on your, your messages here, so. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because, like, I know one of the people that was included with that was Dave Kozak, who was uh, a writer and game designer over at Team 5 that works on Hearthstone, but he left a while ago. And part of me wonders if maybe he left because of all of this shit. Like, I don't know. It was never mm-hmm. really explained why he left, and it seemed a little out of the blue. Um, but, yeah, I mean... And I think the the thing that really, like, was devastating to hear is, like, the one girl who, like, uh, got, like, taken... Like, she just, like, got treated like shit, and then she went and killed herself. Mm-hmm. And, like, that was, like... Yeah. That was the point where I was like, oh, fuck, really? Like, this is just awful. <sighs> Like at what time did Blizzard think that we should be doing something? That's what my thing is. You're sitting, you know, this is all that's going on. Like, even like us, like just as 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 males as us, if we saw that kind of stuff, we'd be like, "I've had enough of this." Like, somebody, yeah. there must have been somebody standing up. There had to be something going on. There's only so much that I could even take. Like, if yeah. you do, you're seeing like like what they call cubicle crawls or whatever it was if i saw that and i was in that office and i was seeing that guy i'd punch him right the fuck out i wouldn't even be like no that's it like you just stop or i'm punching you out it's one of the two so that's it like i'm going to punch you out 
Yeah. So I I don't I don't know. Like I'm not there. I'm not at Blizzard. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself there. And like like everybody else, I want to cancel everything right now. But there's there are people that work there. Mm-hmm. So that's the gray issue. Really, is like, what do you do? Do you keep on supplying the money and keep giving their attention? Because you're still supplying money to those people who were creeps, but there's still people who are wonderful that work there. So I, I don't yeah. know. Um, it, it's hard for most of us gamers, especially people that play Blizzard like I am. Like I played World of Warcraft for ages, for years, and then I'm now into Hearthstone. It, it's it's becoming um, it's hard to watch this. It's it really is because you're just like you have a. We all know that this is wrong. We all know um, it's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have people that have post-traumatic stress disorder now. You have people that will never be the same because of this. And what do you do? They, like They're demanding things. Like Honestly, if I was them and I was the company, uh, people that were working there, I'd stop working. Just gather everyone and stop working. If you stopped working completely... No updates, no nothing like that. They have to do something. That's their paycheck. Yeah. And these slumlords up there that control, because uh, that's what they are, they're horrible, horrible human beings. Mm. They won't give a fuck until you start affecting their paycheck. Until you start affecting their money, they won't do anything. So what you need to do is you need to affect their money somehow. Yeah. Like, you know, freeze their account, stop their credit cards. Uh, anything like that, just because, like, you know for a fact they just don't give a shit they're even going through a lawsuit. Man, whatever. I'll just go through it. Because, like, even now, I could see them getting a slap on the wrist and walking away. There's not really anything... The, the people at Blizzard, the, the people that care, the employees, mm-hmm. need to figure out what to do. And I know they're trying to do walkouts and stuff like that, but they're going to need to get more harsh. They don't... You know, all, like us not paying for stuff, us people not playing Twitch, not supporting them, isn't really. It might do a little damage to Blizzard, but it's not going to. You got the employees themselves have to do something. Yeah, it's worth noting too that the lawsuit specifically mentioned that the teams that, like this was citing, were on the World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, and Overwatch side of things. So, like. Yeah, it sounds like teams on like Diablo and Hearthstone were largely free of this. Not to say maybe, I mean, there could be cases of that coming out, but at least as far as we know right now, it's those three teams. Oh, fuck, Call of Duty too. Yeah. What are you going to do with that, right? Call of Duty yeah. people. Um, and I think what's made this worse too is not necessarily that this is all awful, but it's also that Activision Blizzard's response to this has been fucking awful uh just abysmal at best um what yeah. do you see like what the guy the head ceo said something horrible yesterday or something like that was like okay stop complaining i get it already like holy shit dude yeah well like that was bad <laughs> the the blizzard boss like kind of he's been accused of like failing to address it but he calls the new allegations troubling but it's like well, he apparently knew about this well beforehand. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, the other thing here, too, is like, yeah, the they were looking to unionize or something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Blizzard hired a firm to prevent that. Uh, 
also. Which is yeah, which is the same firm that Amazon used. Yeah. Yeah. Just the union. Yeah, and like that's like troubling too. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like shit like that where it's like, you know, these people are just trying to like you know band together and like there's being quashed. Um websites like many websites are starting to now refuse to like cover activision blizzard content and stuff like this and it's like uh it's just it's starting to like this massive shit show uh and i'm not saying that's unjustified or anything but it's just like yeah it's it's become this big thing it's all um, it's gonna go two ways one either blizzard's gonna fall it's gonna fall into a company and everybody's gonna quit or yeah. blizzard's gonna keep on going i i, I don't see shit like it's hard. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, they, literally, you would have to do. Like, everybody would have to stop, stop buying it. Even Call of Duty stuff. Even Activision stuff. I completely fucking forgot about that. Yeah. And Call of Duty people need to stand up and not play their games anymore either. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's not just World of Warcraft. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. How, how do you stop Call of Duty? Call of Duty is huge. That, yeah. That's fuck. It's just as big as Blizzard or well, just like... Diablo or anything. I, I like there's that thing with the Hearthstone guy that like he made a thing about like the Chinese protests at the time and then they censored him and like took away his prize winnings and stuff like that. Um, and the big thing with that was also that like um, now they're doing something similar, like uh, apparently in World of Warcraft, like uh, after the lawsuit, people were like making references to all these terrible things and stuff like that. And like Blizzard's now trying to like remove those from the mm. this the game, like try to remove references to the lawsuit. And you're like, like this is the exact same thing that happened with the whole like uh, str- uh, the guy who won the tournament. Like it's yeah, it's it's just this whole thing is just a fucking awful thing. And like I don't know, part of me is like. I still play their games every so often and stuff like that, but uh, I'm like, it's becoming tougher to, to support them and stuff like this. But I, I, you know, I do want to recognize like, like, you know, Lucas said, there are people that work there that are still decent people. It's just, there are also some people there that are fucking awful. And I think the solution is, is to get rid of the people who are awful, but still reward the people who are actually decent people working there. And I think that's what they're trying to do. I think the employees have set, set, set out where it's like, you need to get rid of these people and then let us control the lawyers or whoever the HR people are. Mm-hmm. But is that going to happen? I, I don't know. Unless you unionize, there's no way that's going to be happening. Yeah. And they're not going to unionize because now they got a lawyer coming in. And like, the fight's going to be hard if they well, if they have to stand up or they're just going to get crushed. It's up to the employees. Like We can support them as much as we can, but um, it's it's going to be a hard battle for all of them. Like you have to stand as a unit, and if they don't apply or don't do anything, you have to start doing lockouts, and you have to lose your job. Maybe I, I don't know what you would have to do at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was an employee, and like say if I was a woman and I was an employee and I was sexually harassed there, um, I was definitely getting on the lawsuit, suing them already. Uh, that would mm-hmm. be the first thing I'd be doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second thing I would be doing is looking for a different job. Um, yeah, Blizzard's going to go down, and, and I'd be encouraging everybody else to leave. That's the only thing I would do right now because, like, I Blizzard is not going to come out of this uh, good. This is not going to be anything good. So, 
Mm-hmm. The thing is, the games that you and I like, Kurt, or who knows if they're even going to keep going after this. Who knows? Oh, I think they will. I think the big thing is, though, is that, like, it's going to take a lot of sort of... It's going to take some time for them to sort of evaluate everything and make the changes they need to make. But I think I think there's going to be some some issues in terms of, like, I think we're not going to... Like, there may be a delay in the next Hearthstone expansion. You may have to wait a little while. You may have to wait for the next World of Warcraft expansion. Maybe Overwatch 2 gets delayed, too. Like, I think there's going to be some side effects to this that are going to affect gamers more directly. But it's hard to say at this point. Like, it's still a little too early to tell. But, yeah, just a shitty Unionize. situation. Yeah, I mean, honestly. that's the only way. Yeah. Anyways. Get a strong union. I'm part of a union. Get a very strong union. I feel like Lucas and I have very controlled this conversation, but Jamie Dennis, what do you guys think of this? Uh, So I too, like, I'm a big Blizzard fan, so it's really hard to hear uh, the allegations and and not feel like, man, I don't know if I should be supporting them anymore. I don't know, like, what... uh, So, you know, for now, I'm just kind of not going to give them any more money. Uh... But uh, yeah, it's 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 a lot to try to wrap your head around to feel like you know you don't want to totally not support the people that are still working there, but also the company is bigger than those people, and it'll continue to just do what they're doing if you continue to give them profits, I guess. So uh, yeah, it's 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 shitty for for everyone, uh, gamers, the people there, everything it sucks. Yeah. What about you, Dennis? Yeah. Where do you stand full of us? Uh, I'm pretty much in the same boat. I'm probably just going to stand on the sidelines and see what's happening, uh, especially with the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Fairly curious about the outcome of that. I mean, obviously, everything that's been reported is really bad. I I don't know. I, I generally don't buy a lot of games from Blizzard anyways, and I don't play a lot of Blizzard games. Not anymore. Um, so... I don't know, like, when you're going against, you know, a corporation like this, I I guess the only thing you can do besides making a lot of noise on the internet is to vote with your wallet, right? So I think you guys have the right idea. It's just, uh, you know, let's just keep our wallet a little tighter for a while, Um, Mm. you know, just to see what happens, see what they do. If they're going in the right direction, then maybe we can support them a little bit more. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Either way, this is this is not a good situation at all. So yeah, it's messy and it's complicated. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well, let's move on to something slightly better. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, Abandoned, which is a new game from Blue Box, is reportedly a new Metal Gear Solid game. Per mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, there's. There was a image that came out that was blurred that had a person with a um, eye patch over top of it, and many people have said like, "Oh, people have taken it," and yeah, it it's it, it's a little nebulous. But then there's been reports that have come out that have said, "Yes, it is a new Metal Gear Solid game." So, um. 
yeah, there seems to be science pointing to this being Metal Gear Solid 6. Uh, whether that's a continuation of five or they go back to solid snake or maybe they come up with a new snake because there's a bunch of snakes. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, God damn it. It'll gear solid six. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Just watch those like eight hours of cutscenes and like two hours of gameplay. I'm looking at you, Melgar solid four. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I love the Metal Gear Solid franchise. I'm excited that this could potentially be a thing. I also think, too, it could be entirely the case that this is just a remake of the first game because that's been rumored for a while, too, which I'd be fine with, too. Like, if there was, like, a remake of the first game with a new engine and, like, beefed-up visuals, I think that could be really exciting, too. Hmm. Yeah. This is the studio that everyone thought the game they were making was the new Silent Hill. Is that the same studio? Maybe. But think so like i think people were like thinking like this was supposed to be like some silent hill thing that kojima was going to be working on and then uh yeah i guess it's not (laughs) no yeah and who knows what Mm -hmm. this will end up being maybe it is silent hill maybe it is melgar solid i think the the eye patch makes it seem like it's melgar yeah it sure does Uh... (laughs) yeah um yeah I I kind of I want to learn more. Just watch though that this is nothing to do with any of the either of these, and it's basically just Blue Box trying to like build up hype for their game. That would be so annoying. Like, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see how it how it turns out. But yeah, I'm a little like, huh. All right. Uh, multiple reports just that Horizon Forbidden West will be delayed to Q1 2022. I guess not that surprising. I mean, the pandemic has slowed things down, and I don't know. just seems like it's a... And right now, there's not a lot of PS5s out there. So, I mean, better to wait. You get a few more systems out there. Then that way, when you put it up for sale, at least you have a few more units to sell to. So... Yeah, it's crazy that like when we say that there's not a lot of PS5s out there, they sold 10 million PS5s or something crazy like that already, which is kind of bonkers. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, it is. Who the fuck is getting all these PS5s? I want to find them <laughs> and get one from them. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I I'm not that surprised. I I kind of think I'd rather they do this because I think. For a lot of people who are waiting for a PS5, if you want to get one, and now all of a sudden this game's out and spoilers are getting out, it just kind of ruins that experience. So, I don't know. Just wait. Wait till a few more people get their PS5s and then we can all It's coming it. out on, on PS4 as well, right? Like, Oh, is it? Oh. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I, I believe it is. But, I, I mean, obviously, if you want to wait to play it on PS5 because you think it's going to be a better experience there, like, which I would probably do if it was me. Um, I, yeah. I didn't have one. I also wonder too if they're gonna do a day day PC release. I don't know if that was ever mentioned. No, it doesn't look like it was. So, considering that the last game was released on PC, you would think they would continue that. But yeah, yeah, they've been doing more PC releases, but they're always like what five or six months later. It seems like maybe. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. It'd be nice if they started doing a day in. Uh, same day release with both console and PC, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. 
It's not been their MO yet. No, they're not Xbox, which is pretty good for that stuff, by and large. So, uh, right. Marvel's Avengers Black Panther expansion War for Wakanda will be released as a free update, uh, August seventeenth, so in around two weeks' time. And you'll get Black Panther as a playable superhero with a new story, two new villains, and some new enemies. So, reason, yay! Reason to reinstall <laughs> Avengers, I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's really hard to get excited for anything with that game until Spider-Man comes out. Damn it! Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, where the fuck Spider-Man? Where is my Spider-Man? <laughs> I got this game on fucking PS4 when I could have gotten on PC because I wanted Spider-Man. Yep. I've been fucking cucked by these people. Uh, all right. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'll play this. I'm kind of curious. But then part of me is kind of worried that, like, he'll just feel like a Captain America clone because... Nothing yeah, it's just another melee hero that doesn't have anything super special about them. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit worrying because I, I think they haven't differentiated some of the uh, melee powers enough. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's the thing. And then uh, Dennis brought this to our attention, but apparently Dell won't ship gaming PCs to states like California due to energy regulations. So hopefully you don't want to buy a gaming PC from Dell. So Yeah, it's like some of their models just use too much power and they have they, they can't ship them there, which is crazy because like if you bought the components individually, you could still build a computer that would do the same shit. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Unless unless they're like, oh, we're not going to sell power supplies there that are higher than, you know, whatever. Um, whatever yeah. wattage or something, yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. It seems weird. Uh, yeah. But... It's also just yeah. like, what's, like, what's their their goal here? Like, why not just like make it so that people can just still get these things like even if maybe you send them like the parts individually i don't know feels like yeah. there's ways around this yeah mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah it's weird but yeah I it's mean, especially like a bit more annoying because this this regulation was like it just kicked in but it was known to have to be you know it's gonna happen for like over a year so like Dell knew it was going to happen and other companies knew it was going to happen and the other companies dealt with it, but Dell just didn't happen to do anything about it. And so when it kicked in, they're just like, oh, I guess we're not sending anybody anything over there and that's it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, maybe it's not just Dell, but it just, from what I heard, it just seems like Dell's the only, if not one of the only companies that just didn't happen to be prepared for when this law was, you know, coming into effect. Mm. I don't know. I think it'll just hurt them, like, and, I mean, there's so many PC manufacturers out there nowadays that, like, you know, for people in California, I'm sure they're not like, well, why not just go with, like, Acer or whatever other manufacturer there is. Like, just Mm -hmm. seems like they're going about it the wrong way. But yeah, I wonder if they get like fined for in bringing in product to 
like a completed PC that that doesn't meet the requirements. If there's like I don't know any enough about the law to know like what they what it what it means for them. Uh, but yeah, like it, yeah. it's possible that they get some sort of penalty for doing it, um, unless they do it the right way. Also, too, yeah. a part of me thinks too like maybe they just looked at like how much money they're making off of sales in California and just decided yeah. like this is just not worth it. Like that could be the case maybe. too. Like, yeah, maybe. Maybe they're just not selling enough to be worth making those adjustments. But yeah. right. It's, that's true i hadn't thought of that i mean i imagine probably pc sales probably do pretty well but regardless but like yeah maybe i don't know maybe some guy in wisconsin's more willing to buy a dell pc than someone in like california so yeah. okay uh let's get on to reviews and what we've been playing i'll start us off this week because i've been playing halo infinite and by God, cool. is, it, is it great? Yeah, it's good. yeah. Um, this is just like a like it's. I don't know. They tout it as like an alpha, but it feels more competent than an alpha probably otherwise would be. I think technically it's like alpha technical preview or something like that. But yeah, it's um, it's it's Halo Infinite, and uh, yeah, plays really well. The mechanics all feel pretty sound. Uh, there's a lot of, it, it feels like there's a lot going on mechanics wise, but it never feels like you're using all of them at the same time. Like it feels like there's just moments where you're like, okay, I'm going to be using a sticky grenade. And in this case, I'm going to be using melee. And I think it's kind of gets to that core idea of like what Halo's always been like, where, you know, there's just those moments where you're going to be using those different mechanics and flux. Uh, so even though there's a few more than usual, it feels like you're never fully using every single one. It feels like it's just situational based on what you're doing. And it just flows really well. Uh, the graphics look good. I mean, I was a little concerned. I mean, after watching that, the last real trailer we had for it, I, I, like this is the first look after all that. And I I'd say it looks great. Like the, the, the visuals on it looked really solid. And mind you, this is, multiplayer too where generally the visuals are a little bit dialed back compared to like the single player so i can imagine it'll look even better in single player but yeah it looked fantastic um yeah i think my only real complaint is that i think i could see i i'm trying to see where like the long-term value is for playing this and i in playing it i'm like i don't know if this is something i'm gonna play for like months or years on end uh like i could see playing it for like a few months and then just stopping like i kind of want to see like what's going to keep me hooked in the long term for playing this but potentially it could be something i play for quite some time so I, i'll tentatively give it even though it's like nowhere close to final release i'd give it like an eight out of ten it, it it's it's really solid um kind of just want to see a little bit more of like what what's to come with this i think they were talking about doing seasons so like that i'm kind of interested in like what does a season look like what is mm. all that other stuff mm. uh i've been playing legend of zelda the skyward sword hd still moving along with that i got past that tutorial area which is just a slog and now i'm into like some decent stuff I think the mechanics are still a little wonky. Um, it doesn't feel nearly as like 
it, like because they, they're taking this Wii game that had this Wii motion controls and like moving it onto the Switch, and I don't think it's exactly a one-to-one conversion. Like, there's moments where it feels a little awkward, especially like camera control. I think that's the camera's the worst. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's it feels like it's a camera from like an N64 game, honestly. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I think it's still tough and tough to play through. And I mean, I'm making some progress, but I, the whole time I've been playing this, honestly, I'm just like, just give me a freaking Wind Waker HD remake or something. Like I just like I want something a little more interesting than this. So I don't know. This isn't quite scratching my itch for Zelda. But it kind of gets me wanting maybe some more. I I've heard rumors that they're bringing Wind, Wind Waker to the Switch, and I'm just like, just do it, just just bring it. Like, I, uh, Skyward Sword. I mean, this is probably the best version of it, but by no means is this a good, a good Zelda game. So I don't know. I'm I'm I still haven't beaten it. I'm sitting at around like a seven out of ten, I think. And even then, I feel like I'm being a little generous. So. What uh? What dungeon are you on? Uh, I think I've like just beaten the second one. I want to say, okay. yeah, I'm trying to remember the, because I kind of started playing it like earlier in the week and then I stopped playing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a real slow burn, which uh. I didn't remember it being that way, uh, but yeah, it definitely does not like have the pacing that some of the other Zelda games have. That I think is a little bit more uh, engaging in the early game. Like this one, yeah. it really takes a while to get going, and it's hard once you uh, once you get going. I think it's hard to stop, but what? But yeah, it, it takes a while to get running. So, oh, the I just beat the Skyview Temple. Skyview Temple. Okay. Yeah. So, still making progress. Um, the Skyview Temple was actually pretty cool, though. Like, probably one of the few parts of the game where I was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. So. Okay. Uh, I also picked up The Ascent, which fucking mm. rules. Uh, if you haven't heard of The Ascent, it's basically a cyberpunk diablo game with twin stick shooting instead of okay like regular melee combat um i'm into that yeah it's uh basically uh you kind of you pick your class you go through you can play with multiplayer with some friends like co-op and you can choose your guns and customize your character but then when you get into the actual game it's like a regular twin stick shooter so there's no melee combat at all. Everything's just done through the regular shooting. Uh, the visuals look great. Um, I'll say the roughest parts are probably the story. The story is very light. I mean, by no means did I expect a twin stick shooter action RPG to have an amazing story. But yeah, it's, it's pretty light on story. And um, yeah, I'm almost done my first playthrough. I'm still a little bit like, hmm, where's the replay value in this? I guess you can play, like, different classes and other stuff like that. But, like, it just feels a little light in terms of, like, replay value. Uh, but I give it an 8 out of 10. It's a solid uh, game to play with some friends if you're um, 
can pick it up. It's uh, out on PC and Xbox Series X slash S. But I'm playing on PC. I'm playing on the Acer Predator. It runs pretty well. So Nice. Uh, I also picked up Ender Lilies, which is this new... It's sort of like a Metroidvania type game. And um, you play as this girl that comes across this knight. And you kind of control the knight indirectly through this girl. So it's kind of cool when you're like playing through and like doing combat because it's this girl moving her arms. But then the knight's kind of like slightly in front of her damaging enemies. Um, yeah, it's it's been fun. It's uh, really stylish. Um, and you kind of get that very fulfilling feeling of like you're unlocking things. You're sort of, you know, going through and getting different sort of uh new abilities and stuff like that uh it's also like really kind of dark fantasy uh so the study the setting the aesthetic all are really great um yeah i i i've been enjoying this quite a bit i give this like a nine out of ten um i think it's coming to the switch eventually too i don't know if it's out on the switch yet but yeah it's uh it's a quite a quite a fun game if you're into like the metroidvania type games so uh then kind of like on to some older stuff i did boot up baldur's gate 3 since they have the new patch i started a wizard again um it's kind of cool because now with this new patch they've changed quite a bit of things um now your roles like your roles for different things are now enhanced by your class so um say you're you're rolling to cast a spell or something like that or do something with spell base and you're a, a wizard that has arcane your arcane uh like stats will play into and buff your um roles so for instance like i i was trying to like read these like scribes along this rock or something and i needed arcana to like get a boost to that and i'm a wizard so i was like yeah sure so i rolled like a six but then i got plus two and plus one added to my roll because i have those skills so it's kind of interesting to see that like it's not just you roll and it's a did you clear that yes or no now there's a little bit of a boost depending on what you're doing or a hindrance if you're not so I don't know. It, that's been kind of exciting. They also finally added, um, there's that cleric at the beginning of the game that like you see her in a pod and there was never any way to get her out of the pod. And then she would show up later and everyone complained like, why can we not get her out of the pod? It seems like you should be able to get her out of the pod. They finally right. added a way to get her out of the pod. So success <laughs> everyone. You can now get her out of the pod. Sorry? I said we all did it. We yeah, got we all out. did it. We got her out of the pod. I mean, it's not that exciting, but I saw people on Reddit were, like, getting all excited. Like, we can finally get her out of the pod. I'm like, cool. But then the ship still crashes. Spoilers for Baldur's Gate 3. And then you have to go find her anyway. So, I'm like, I don't know if it makes much of a difference. But I, okay. I guess in that opening ship tutorial, you get one extra party member now. So, I guess that's something. So, yeah. I, I still like Baldur's Gate 3. I like going back and playing that every so often. So, Still waiting on Necromancer, though. They need to add a Necromancer. Maybe around Halloween. That would be a great time to add it. 
Um, I beat Doom Eternal, The Ancient Gods Part 2 on Ultra Nightmare, and so help me God, I wanted to throw my computer out the fucking window. Cause yeah, no thanks. <laughs> have, have either, have, has anyone else beaten uh, Ancient Gods Part 2? I have not finished it, no. no. Okay. Well, there's a boss that you fight at the end who is the fucking worst boss in all of gaming. Uh, oh, the man. literal worst. Um... <laughs> The fight plays out similarly to the Marauder fights, except oh, yeah. anytime they land a blow, they can recover health. So it doesn't matter how much damage you do. If they hit you once or twice, especially on Ultra Nightmare, they freaking recover like half their health. So the fight just goes on forever because you're just like, okay, like shoot, shoot, get him down to like half health. You're like, I'm doing pretty good. And then he just hits you once and he gets like that half of his health restored. And you're like, fuck. Like, that's not fair at all. Um, I had to, like, I was, like, I was played through that sequence probably for six hours until I finally beat it. I was like, wow. I'm not giving up now. I got to beat this boss. Like, let's, let's just do this. So I finally beat him, and I beat the, the last boss, and I beat it on Ultra Nightmare. And now I'm, I'm kind of done with Doom Eternal. Like, that game kicked my ass, and I loved it, but I'm also a little angry with it, too. So, <laughs> I, I, so you're complaining about what I complained about about a month ago when I beat Doom Eternal. Did you, did you beat the DLC? Uh, I, you mean the big fucking boss that keeps summoning shit all the time like that? And, uh, uh, yes. Oh, the, the Dark Lord? Yeah. Oh, I fucking hate the Dark Lord. <laughs> he, 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 I, I have nightmares about him. That's how much I, I don't like the Dark Lord. The Dark Lord was playing the ass. Like, why am I doing this? Why don't I just look it up on YouTube and say I fucking finished it? This is fucking retarded. Oh, yeah. The worst is like the third phase of the fight where he summons all these enemies and they're like, oh. and he's, and he's like mancubuses and all this other shit. I'm like, what the, what the fuck, man? Like I, I don't know, man. I I don't know. Yeah. Why um, was it so hard? Like the last boss of Doom Eternal with the big skeleton guy, that was fun. Yeah. Uh, this boss, I feel that it was to make sure that people were. You know why? It's probably the developers going like, you know what? You guys thought the last boss was easy, and you guys played it was too easy. Here you go. Here's a fucking hard boss, just like fucking Doom Two. Yeah. I think. Uh... Especially, in my opinion, if you're going through and beating the game on a uh, on on a higher difficulty, like yeah, it's 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 not fun. Because I imagine if you're playing on a lower difficulty, I mean, it would be tough. But I imagine it wouldn't be so bad. But on Ultra Nightmare, it was like it it truly was an Ultra Nightmare. That's the best way to describe it. It was an Ultra Nightmare. So. Anyways, uh, and then Hearthstone, uh, maybe controversial to play, but I still play it. Um, they did let me open my card packs early uh, because it was weird because normally they announce that you can do the special like opening your packs early. They announce it and make like a press release about it. They didn't do that. And so many people were like, I wonder if I can. And then somebody just had the idea to like just go and make an event and basically wait until the time and see if they could open their packs and they could. So, uh, yeah, blizzard. <laughs> I mean, they got a lot going on right now, but they did not announce any of this, but 
yeah, I went through and I opened up my packs. I got a total of five legendaries. Four of them were quests, the new quest lines, and then one was a minion. And uh, yeah, I think they say that like you're almost guaranteed to get a legendary for every 20 card packs you open. Like that's like the, the, the guarantee. So the fact that I opened up 85 packs and I got five legendaries is pretty good. I'm not going to complain. Uh, I'm still going to buy some packs with my in-game gold when it releases on Tuesday and buy a few more. So I'm probably guaranteed at least another legendary, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind of curious to see where the quest lines go. The quest lines seem pretty interesting. Uh, some of the ones that they showed off were insane. Like there's the pirate warrior one where you summon pirates and then you summon this unkillable minion called the juggernaut that deals two damage to two random enemies, summons a pirate, and then equips a random weapon. And I'm like, this is insane. Like, this could this could do a ton of damage in the right hands. Um, there's also the, the priest quest line, which by the end of it, it gives you a spell that just destroys the enemy hero. Like, no ifs, ands, or buts. You just play that spell, and it doesn't matter what health they're at, they're dead. And I'm like, that could be dangerous. Yeah, so yeah, looks fun. I'll report more next time when I'm actually I've actually played through the expansion more. So yeah, all right, Jamie, what have you been playing lately? Oh, uh, see, so I haven't really played a ton of new stuff. Uh, like you, I've also been playing uh, through the Skyward Sword HD. Um, I'm quite a bit further, I think. Uh, I think. When I looked at my playtime last time, it was at like 36 hours. Okay. Uh, yeah. Which is part of the thing that I would like to talk about because I did not remember this game being so goddamn long. Uh, <laughs> like, I really didn't remember it, the pacing being like as slow. Like, I knew the intro was slow and I remembered it taking a while to get through the first three or so dungeons. And then. After that, there's still, like, a lot of, like, interstitial stuff that you have to do before you're playing, like, the next, you know, stuff. Uh, mm. So so the game uh, reuses some areas here and there. You'll be doing a little backtracking, which is fine, because it the areas are pretty big. Um, mm. But, yeah, then you'll eventually get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go into a whole new dungeon in this zone that I already did a dungeon in. Um and yeah, they're usually pretty long. So I think after 30 something hours, I've gone through six or seven dungeons maybe now. And uh, I'm, I'm nearing the end of the game. And uh, I've, I've gotten to the point where I think it's probably, I don't know, maybe 10 hours away based on how long it's taken me to get all this other stuff done. But we'll see. Because um, I don't think I ever finished this game. Uh, when I initially played it back in the day, uh, okay. I thought I had gotten pretty close, but I guess I never did because I'm doing stuff now. And I'm like, I don't remember this at all. Um, mm. So, yeah, uh, I think as far as a Zelda game goes, it's it's solid. Like the dungeons are enjoyable. I think my biggest complaint is, like I was saying, it, it's just an awful lot of stuff in between the dungeons that I could probably do without. Like there's parts where they'll have you like 
all right, you need to find this thing, so let's go back up to the sky, and then you have to talk to someone, and then they'll send you back down to a different point on the on the ground, and then you have to go find something, and then bring it back up to the sky, and have someone fix it, and then go back down to the ground, and then find the place you need to go. Like, it's, it's a lot of that, which... Mm. Uh, it's not the worst thing in the world, but because there's not a way to, like, just teleport to the sky and back, like, at will, you have to, like, go to a statue, you know, fly up to the sky, fly to the place that you want to go. Uh, so it's just a lot of travel time that seems unnecessary for that sort of thing. And if if you could just, like, quick travel to some things, it would make that a lot less uh, frictional, I think, when you're trying to get through some of these things. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that... The actual story, I think, is pretty good. It's it's interesting seeing, like, the very beginning of Zelda as you know it uh, happening because it, it does a lot of cool stuff to, like, set up things. Like, oh, yeah, remember, uh, you know, in, in the future all this stuff happens. Uh, this is why. So it's kind of cool to see some of the setup for that. Yeah. Um, I think the the items in this game are okay to bad uh so like some some of them are fine like they're like the standard oh you get bombs great cool you can throw them you can roll them that's that's fun uh yeah. you get a beetle that you can like shoot and control and uh, it, you can chop wires it can pick things up it could drop bombs on people it's great uh but then you'll get like it's a whip and uh the whip can pull switches from range that's what it does it's all it does it's not that exciting um there's a couple other ones in there i won't spoil them too much uh but yeah like it's it's just a little underwhelming and i get it, the, the reasoning is because it's, it's like oh you know whip is fun to like you know use with motion control so let's do that uh i think that's what really drove a lot of the design in this game was like how can we do things that utilize the motion controls to make you know you interested that you're using them um the issue is that the motion controls are kind of janky uh however i do think that they're probably the more enjoyable way to play through some of this game uh as i said last time i that there's some serious problems with using the analog stick uh to do all the the motion controls because it, it just one you d you have to hold that extra button to turn the camera which is fucking terrible uh, to the sword play, I think works okay with the stick. Uh, some of the other stuff does not. Uh, there's there's like this thing you have to do when you're walking across any sort of tightrope thing that you have to like balance it by moving the the um, the like the the Joy-Con like to like balance it, and that is like the worst motion control. So like, there's some things that I wish you could like customize like. I don't want to use the motion controls for this stupid mini game. I do want to use them for this item. I don't want to use them for this, but I do want to use them for the swords and stuff like that. Like if you could customize like which experiences you want to use with motion controls, I think it would be a little bit better, uh, but, but because it's either all or nothing. And I know you can just kind of jump back, back and forth between having them on or off uh, if you're using the joy cons loose, but uh, it, it, it just, some of them feel really shitty and some of them don't. But yeah, uh, I, I'm enjoying the game a lot. I, I will probably finish it in the next uh, session or so that I play it. Um, but yeah, right now I'm sitting at like a eight and a half out of ten. I I don't think it's as good as some of the other Zelda games, uh, just mm. because I think the pacing's a little off. But it is 
still a lot of Zelda stuff in there that I do enjoy, so I've been, I've been like liking it a lot. It's getting me a little more optimistic for being the game. <laughs> yeah, I think I think once you get past like it is really slow up to that second dungeon. Like once you get past that point, and it's because I I feel like the first actual dungeon still feels like tutorial to me because it's mm. so like guided. And then once you get through that, I think that it's a little bit more fun. I think the second uh, dungeon that is in the volcano is a little bit more exciting uh, to get through than the forest area. I, I wonder if that's too because like at least when they came out on the Wii there was those different controls and like you don't get that in this version because it just goes to like you have the option for regular standard controls but I wonder if like they were worried at the time that like throwing you into a regular dungeon right away would basically make things a little yeah cooler. it's got to be some of that like there's definitely a a large portion of that in- intro of the game totally just like here's how you swing a sword here's how you do this (laughs) it's like okay great but like in every other zelda game that's like swinging a sword is pressing a button so i don't need the the 10 minute you know section in this tutorial to figure it out um normally but yeah it, it definitely i think you're right i think that could be part of the problem there um and i do think that uh it's it's gotten better than the original release because back then they had like this giant Wemo on the side of the screen too that was like showing you what your controls were at all time and man it was just intrusive and terrible uh, it just like would be this outline of a Wemo with like all the things the different buttons did in case you forgot yeah and when you see something like that you're like man that's just too fucking complicated like <laughs> just just give me something simple and then you're like no you gotta hold A and then swing when you want to do a when you shield bash or something like oh, oh okay well that's fine I guess. But yeah, it, it, I think it's good. I think it's it's better than um, than uh, a lot of people remember it being. But yeah, it's definitely a learning curve with the motion controls and uh, a little slow going in the beginning. Nice. Uh, yeah, so I've also been playing through some Black Ops Cold War, uh, mostly just zombie stuff uh, because they added a new zombies map. Uh, which I have yet to finish, uh, but it's it's kind of cool. It's like in a building in Berlin instead of like uh, the two that they have out there now. One's in Vietnam and the other one's in like this abandoned bunker in Russia somewhere or something like that, um, mm. or Poland, I think. Yeah, that, the other two uh, standard zombies uh, maps are pretty okay, and this one's another one of those. Uh, I'll... I'll I still have to figure out what all the Easter egg shit is in it because I haven't really tried that hard. I've mostly just gone in there and tried to get, you know, to uh, a round that was high enough to get some uh, currency to upgrade my stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's it looks really nice. Um, the other thing they did recently with Call of Duty was add a high-res texture pack for PS5, which was nice. Um, okay. Although I, I don't see a huge difference, so I don't know if, like, it's because I turned off the... Uh, ray tracing to get my frame rate be- uh, better when I'm playing multiplayer. Maybe that's why it doesn't look as impressive that I got the high res texture pack, but it, uh, it's supposed to be looking nicer. So, okay. <laughs> Who knows if it actually does? Um, <laughs> they fooled you this entire time. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I downloaded it. and I'm like, wait, is it supposed to look different? Because I either it's that subtle that 
the old textures already look pretty good or uh you know maybe my eyes are bad i don't know but uh, <laughs> on the 4k tv um, I, when i was playing i couldn't really tell any difference so i'm gonna have to like go back and turn on the ray tracing and see if that makes any difference um okay yeah yeah black ops cold war still good uh i don't know if i'm gonna buy the next season now so <laughs> but i'll finish playing the one i'm playing i guess okay um, and then uh the uh the last thing i've been playing was plague tale innocence uh which was the free ps5 game for july um which uh yeah it's pretty good uh i've i've only played through maybe like two two and a half three hours maybe uh but yeah it's it's very much a stealth uh stealth based game so far it feels like more than anything else puzzles and stealth is is thing you're using more often than anything but there is combat in it uh so so you're a girl in uh in the middle ages during like the plague uh and uh you're in france and you are you are a member of this family that has like uh, i think they're like the lords of that uh area and you you find out that you have a brother that's been sick and stuff like that uh but yeah like some some shit happens at the beginning of the game and it just gets crazy and you you find yourself on the run um and in the middle of all this, like you're finding that there's like this crazy infestation of rats uh, that is mm. causing a lot of the problems that you're seeing. And uh, so, yeah, a lot of the gameplay so far has been avoiding these giant swarms of rats by scaring them away with fire or mm. finding like, you know, uh, paths through rooms that go through the light where the rats won't come and get you. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been kind of very puzzly so far like oh you got to find the path and then you got to go find it. it's 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 a little bit of like that tomb raider kind of puzzle where you're like oh you got to get a torch and you know light light it and then walk so far before the torch goes out and then find a thing to light a brazier or something like that to okay. uh to keep the light going and then you pick up a new stick and you can keep going um it's pretty it's pretty enjoyable so far the story's good the graphics are great um like the shadows and all the the little stuff that's going on in the in the dark that you're with the rats swarming around you it just looks really impressive and uh nice. you get a real sense of of like discomfort being in these uh, small rat infested areas um yeah like it, it's good uh i'm curious to see where the gameplay goes as far as like is it always going to be this uh, sort of thing? Is there going to be more combat? Because you get your combat right now, you have like a sling, which it's like a slow, you know, charge it to throw it weapon, and that's it. I don't know if you get anything else in the game that is is more um, like efficient than that, like a crossbow or something, but that'd be nice. Uh, if not, then that's fine too. Uh, and then the other part of the game that is like, I don't know how it's going to feel by the end is uh, you're escorting your brother through the whole thing. And some games like, you know, have better AI than others. So we'll see how that holds up so far. It's been pretty good. I can like tell the kid to stay and then have him go ahead and, and follow me um, and, and send him off to go do something while I'm waiting somewhere. Okay. Uh, it has all felt pretty good, but you, when it gets more complicated, that's where some of those things always break down. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. But yeah, right now I think I'm sitting at a solid nine out of ten for Plague's Tale Innocence. Good. Nice. Well, now I'm yeah. a little more excited to pick it up on Epic 
games to watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nice. Cool. All right. Dennis, you want to go next? Let us know what you've been playing. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be quick. Uh, he's playing, I, I'm he's still playing the airport playing... game. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, well, I'll get to that. I mean, I, I was, I'm still playing Children of Morda. Okay. I talked about it last time, I think. Uh, like, sort of a twin stick. Uh, not quite just shooter, but there's, like, a lot of melee characters as well. So it's uh, sort of a roguelite. Um, very, very beautiful pixel art. I think the art style is probably the best thing it's got going for it. It's got this, like, narrator talking uh, during your gameplay and through all of the uh, sort of cutscenes, and you learn the story that way. And the story is pretty good so far. But what I really like about this game, besides the really solid gameplay, is the pacing of the storytelling. So the game sort of keeps itself fresh by not only allowing you to unlock new areas, so newly you know, generated dungeons, because every time you go through, it's basically procedurally generated roguelite, right? So um, uh, you get from like one area to the next fairly quickly, so you don't get bored of grinding the same sort of generated dungeon over and over again but as you do you every time you die sort of like um in the style of hades you will get a little more story um maybe there's like uh, more uh narration just at like this part of the house because you just play as characters from a family that uh sort of are the guardians of this world and they're trying mm. to fight back this corruption that is coming from the mountain and you're the gameplay you know story is just you're trying to figure out where this corruption's coming from and you know it's apparently a thing that their family does for like generations and it just happens every now and then uh, so this time you know they're like okay yeah we got to figure out why it's happening we got to protect it once again and when you're not out uh playing the game doing your you know dungeon crawling stuff the uh uh, you're basically getting a view of like a cross section of the house that everybody lives in, and then from there, sometimes there will be like in little uh, snippets of story that you can like listen to about each of the different characters, about like what's happening. Um, you can also upgrade your characters. So I think the balance also in terms of like gameplay uh, of getting lucky in your run and finding. Uh, there's like several different sort of upgrade types for your character uh, as a part of a run. I think they're called, well, there's a few, like some of them are just sort of like permanent passive buffs. Some of them like modify your different attacks. So there's things like that that you find during the run. And then of course, there's also overarching stats and uh, things that you can upgrade that carries over from run to run. That'll help you, you know, be more successful in next time. Nice. But as I was saying with like, the story uh yeah the pacing is just great i even like played some more and i realized that it's not really beating the same drum it's not just like okay hey here's a run you did and here's some story and now do another run no like after some point the story will actually progress such that you kind of break away from that repetitive flow uh for example i i played through like a sequence that you know um something happened you would expect you know the same thing again like oh i just died let's go it's back to the house i'll maybe do some upgrades and start a new run but no it's like oh something's happened uh when you got back to the house 
and now you instead of doing your usual hey i gotta go through this dungeon again now like there's like an urgent thing you have to do right now and it'll take you on this really interesting sequence um instead of just a regular dungeon crawl gameplay so i think the game really it's it's just a very well paced it doesn't get boring um i think i'm probably most of the way through it and i'm definitely looking forward to finishing the game um nice. and in fact it also incentivizes you to try all of the family characters if you like complete sort of a dungeon um then that character will kind of get a debuff uh, because you know they've been fighting the corruption for so long they would kind of get corruption sickness but it's just sort of a game mechanic to incentivize you to go hey maybe you should try these other characters who don't have sickness right now um and all the characters are, are different enough that i really do think it changes up the gameplay um and I, I do like the fact that it incentivizes you but not necessarily punish you if you want to stick with one character and level that one character up all you know only but it does incentivize you to switch up. And I've been like switching characters to keep them all roughly the same level. And each of them having different play styles kind of just changes the game up a little bit as well. So overall, just so much like repeatability, uh, replayability, um, and the story is just really good. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I highly recommend this one. If you like Hades or anything like that, yeah, I think this one will be really fun uh, for you as well. So I'm giving it like nine out of ten so far. Hopefully, I'll finish it soon. Nice. Uh, and then the airport thing you were talking about, because <laughs> I was telling uh, them earlier that I kind of got missed a flight. Uh, I got stuck in an airport um, overnight because I was gonna take the flight next morning, and I figured instead of going home, I'll just stay up all night at the airport and play a game. And the game that I recently got back into, and I was like, sort of obsessing over these two weeks is again path of exile um nice. and if you don't know it's a free-to-play sort of diablo-esque game set in a dark fantasy world where you play a character who's been exiled and you're just basically fighting your way back and you the story is kind of complicated but you eventually basically go after the people who exiled you and then some and then you just unravel the it's the world building in this game is really great but people play it because of the customizability of how you can build your character, right? So I don't know mm. if you've, a lot of you guys that have seen it, but there's like a giant passive tree that is shared between all sort of starting classes. Um, and you can choose to use whatever weapon that you want or whatever Oh, I think tree I remember that want. skill tree, the tree that was yeah. like more like a, an entire forest and not a skill yeah. tree. <laughs> right, it, it's, it's exactly, it's huge. But because of that, uh, the game is so open for you to basically, you can, the builds you can make are very, you know, diverse. You can be super creative with it. And one of the funnest things that I find myself doing is just looking up people's builds and, you know, they just, they'll come up with really creative things by using certain uniques that have certain properties. And one of the ones that I like a lot is they would be able to like make infinite loops of like somehow damaging yourself because a unique will say hey if this condition happens you take this much damage but then maybe some other unique will say hey if you take some damage then this thing will happen and then and then eventually it'll loop back to somehow uh you know meeting that first condition so people would 
make like infinite loops that basically you know might trigger a spell infinitely forever and ever uh once you get it going and you, all you need to do is just walk across the enemies and they die so there's things like that there has been uh some drama going on right now with like Ooh. the subreddit because the game devs after what this is like eight years of this game being out the power creep has gotten pretty bad and the game devs are like this is not really the vision that we had for the game we really enjoy sort of the diablo 2 style gameplay where it's a lot slower you have to actually worry about your positioning and stuff in boss fights because at this point some builds are getting so good that they could one shot you know like the end game bosses you know so fast that they don't even the bosses won't have a chance to attack and then they die so they're just like this is just too fast like you guys are beating the game too easily so we're gonna up the difficulty we're gonna nerf the shit out of everything and the community is very much upset about that um but it's also kind of split i think there's a very vocal group of people who are very upset about that and then there's the other group of people who are just like yeah i mean you know like it's fine like let's try to combat this power creep and i think i'm probably following into the latter group um because i you know i just i don't care i think like the game is good and i trust in their vision if they want to slow things down mm. um and nerf the crap out of a lot of stuff which they did uh i personally actually didn't even feel that much of a difference but you'll see on the subreddit a lot of drama people are like hey, i'm quitting the game it's like it's like terrible you know things like that so that's that's sort of been going on <laughs> in case you don't know but yeah they're still doing their like quarterly leagues they call them so every quarter they add a new mechanic um there's constant like changes uh, to uh the end game to balance so the game is still going very strong and if you don't know they've already announced the path of exile 2 which is a whole sort of engine upgrade there's a whole like new storyline and it looks amazing if you haven't seen any of the trailers so i'm super psyched for that um so yeah that that's what i spent my time overnight in the airport doing is just playing this game nice yeah and the best thing about it is it's not pay to win it's everything's cosmetic that you buy um so besides the fact that maybe like you can add or remove some visual clutter in your gameplay there's no pay to win yeah nice. so it's also a really great thing but yeah that, that's all i've been playing nice all right lucas you're up to bat what have you been playing these days uh i've been playing the zelda game as well but uh zelda zelda seasons oracle of seasons or something like that okay uh good uh it's a classic game it follows the uh link awakening graphics but it's a little bit more different a little bit more uh Actually, it's becoming one of my favorite Zelda games now. So, I didn't know, but it was made by Capcom. And apparently what you can do, you get these, like, horns. And you can get animal buddies. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool. That reminds me of Mega Man X. And then I realized it was made out of Capcom. Remember Mega Man X? You can get the armor uh, vehicle. So, that was kind of cool. So, you get, like, a kangaroo, a triceratops that can swim, and a flying bear that can stop on the ground. <laughs> so, uh, okay. it's a lot of fun so far. Yeah, and, like, you can change the seasons. I only have winter now. That's, that's, but it adds a lot of gameplay to it. It's actually becoming one of my, like I said before, like, one of my favorite Zelda games so far. 
I, I'm surprised I haven't played this uh, this version of Zelda. And then there's like rings you can get, and the rings can turn you into different things, and like add more more dynamic to the gameplay. It, it's crazy. Like I I don't know why a lot of people didn't play this one or even like mention it. So I'm playing that. Uh, so that's been pretty good. Uh, the other one that I've been playing uh, that I don't know if I'll continue on playing is on the PlayStation 4 is the uh, Pillars of Eternity 2 Deadfire. Uh, oh, nice. The reason being is that I I don't know if it's a slow start, so I'm continuing. Like The beginning was fantastic. You got all this god things going on and all this stuff. I won't spoil it because you have to play the game or you do spoil it. Uh, but with the intro was really fun, um, and they got to make your character and the voices of Critical Role. You could be one of them. I'm like, oh, this is, this is great. Uh, the load times are horrible on the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. I can go out, get myself popcorn, solve cancer, and fucking come back and maybe be 90%. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it's, it's horrible. I, I, I've been through this before. Or like Skyrim had really horrible load times, but it's every screen you go or every area, and sometimes it's just you know you're oh my god it just whatever we have cell phones, so it's not a big deal. We're just like well fuck, I'll just look at my cell phone, um, mm. which is fine. Whatever, I'll play a short game of Hearthstone or whatever while it's loading. I don't know. It's long, guys. It's very long on the console version. Um, apparently it didn't translate very well from PC to uh, PS4 because of that, as well as the menu screens are kind of awkward. Uh, not as awkward as Final Fantasy XIV, which I'm playing right now, but I won't get into that. Fuck. And... <laughs> yeah. But, like, uh, the qu it doesn't feel fluidic. Uh, it's not like uh, Rage 2, which I beat that, uh, where when you put up the menu screen, holy shit, would it take forever? And it load or lagged. It was That was horrible, but... Um, mm. Doesn't it doesn't feel nice? It doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel like I don't really want to go to the the equipment screen to look because it's just there's there's a lot to it, and it's not like Boulder's Gate or Divinity or any of those games where like you open the screen, this equipment screen, you have your character, and on the bottom it shows you what your equipment is. It's and another thing too, the combat doesn't seem fun or poetic. Like you know when you're like watching like. Uh, fireball go off you're like yeah that looks cool and stuff like that it, this mm. game it really isn't and, and like graphically it's not that pleasing yet I, again i'm gonna give it some time but i was i was asking people if they played this game before if it gets better but no one's uh, really giving me a response so i don't know the pillars of eternity 2 is not as good as the first game um so i don't know i don't think it's nearly as good but for those types of games, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is, like, probably the best one out there right now. Like, it, it, for for these types of games, like, uh, it it's... Um, Obsidian made these ones, and I, I think they pale in comparison to Larian, who makes other similar kind of, like, top-down uh, sort of, I guess, like, Dungeons & Dragons-style RPGs. Um, yeah, it... it the games that are the obsidian ones are not nearly as in depth as like something like Larian, like Divinity Original Sin Two, or like yeah, Baldur's Gate Three. I I think those games are so much better than the ones that Obsidian made. Yeah, 
So do I spend 60 to 80 hours on this, or do I just go, okay, I spent $10 on this and, and, and drop it and go to the next game? Is I really would, what I'm thinking. I would say you probably wasted your money, but... I mean, I, I here's the thing. I like a good top-down RPG, but I think I. it's got to be like there. Those games are always hard to pull off because you not only have to make the minute-to-minute gameplay feel interesting, but you also have to make it where like that game holds up for sixty to eighty hours. And I just don't think. I mean, Pillars of Eternity too, less so than the first one, but the even the first one's a little bit tough to get through. But. Yeah, so I don't know if that's what you say in that. I'm probably going to drop it. I'm going to give it like probably like a 4 or 5 out of 10. It's not... It, it, just like file review, then I'm just going to delete it off my hard drive, unfortunately. It's not as good as Divinity. It's not as good as Baldur's Gate. It doesn't feel fun. Characters don't feel fun. It just... It, it, it don't feel involved. I don't feel anything like that. It's... I don't know. Then I'm going to drop it and go to the next game. I don't want to spend 60, 80 hours and getting kind of bored. Even Rage 2, I should talk about Rage 2. Uh, it was fun for a while, but like it was short and the guns were fun. But again, it was just a grind. Uh, eventually, it just became the same thing over and over again. So, yeah, I'm I'm not too happy with Pillars 2. I don't think I'm going to finish it. That's probably the first game I haven't finished in a while. Hmm. Yeah, I'll throw in my two cents here. I, I've never played the first Pillars game, but I did play Deadfire. Uh, I thought it was all right, but I completely agree with the assessment that the Larian Studio games are way better. <laughs> I loved Divinity Originals 2. Um, but I did play through Deadfire, uh, and I thought it was all right. Um, but it sounds like the load, is- load time issues is also just a really uh, annoying thing that you'd have to deal with and i think because of that that's probably fair that if you don't want to finish it but i i just want to say i had a good time but yeah you no know. yeah i don't know we'll see i don't know maybe i'll continue on i just eh. it, the load times are a big deal because when you're immersed yeah. into a game and then it becomes a huge issue apparently the console version is better so, I don't know. For a PS4 console version of it, I'd give it like a 4 or 5 out of 10. I think I might just drop it and continue on to the next game. Have you played Divinity Original Sin 2? Excellent. Okay. I'm playing the second yeah. one right now with my girlfriend uh, on the PC. Oh. But the first one was absolutely amazing. Hard as shit at the beginning. and You're like, the fuck am I supposed to do? And like, you just get owned by everything. And then eventually, just like regular Dungeons and Dragons, and then like eventually, uh, I got into it, and it was really good. Uh, okay. There's like a, a teleport mechanic that you could do, uh, like throwing stones to each side. That was kind of cool to figure out, like traps and stuff like that. Uh, the I, I went to literally went into a village once and just killed everyone because <laughs> I wanted to. All so right. like uh, I what was one was that village where like you knew they were evil? There were like these like background like you have to make sure that you have to like these guys are actually evil you got to figure out their secret plot and i just went in there and just destroyed everybody <laughs> nice and it affected the storyline that way right so yeah. this game i don't know yep. if it does or not on dead fire and that's he said it does but i don't know if it does or doesn't i don't think it's like i don't think it's nearly as um competent as as a larian game mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Just, just my two cents. Like, I, I yeah. think it, the effort is there, sure, but I don't think it's nearly as, as competent as, like, yeah, some of the other ones. Okay. Anything else you've been playing? No, that's it. Okay. I think that's it for this week. Um, cool. All right. Well, I guess until next time, everybody. Bye for now. See ya. Bye.